tell. Hello. Use the force. Mr. John Marshall. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. What's up now? Spider friends. Go for it. Transform and roll out. And I'll form the head. That's what she said. Don't. Hey, this is Jonathan. And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerd Me Podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Alan, today we're talking about the Disney Plus Marvel Studios TV show, WandaVision. Were you excited about this? I was very excited about it. It was, it was so wonderful to have Marvel on the screen again after more than a year. Of course, last year we didn't get the Black Widow or Eternals because of what's been going on in the world. And um, even WandaVision was delayed um, and Winter Soldier, uh, not Winter Soldier, what's it called? Falcon and Winter Soldier was delayed. They were both supposed to come out toward the end of 2020. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was great to see some Marvel content, some new Marvel content on, on the small screen. Dude, not only on that, it felt so good to see these characters that we were familiar with. You know, it's been like, yeah, you know, like you said, over a year. And the last we saw Wanda was uh, right Endgame, right? Endgame was nineteen, right? Yeah, so it's it's been a while, but it was so good to see familiar faces. And uh, we just watched Wonder Woman, which was a debacle. So it's kind of like right. you know, with, with Marvel properties, it's weird. There's an expectation like this is going to be good, like Mandalorian, good, right? This one, mm-hmm. it's like this this has got to be good, right? <laughs> So yeah, well, it it's more good. like I hope it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope it's good. What a weird premise, I mean, the, too. Yeah, it's well. All right. Well, so Disney Plus. Oh, spoiler released, alert! Oh yes, yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> so Disney Plus released the first two episodes Friday, January fifteenth, and then they're releasing one episode every week after that, kind of like The Mandalorian. Um, one episode a week, and we discussed that on the previous podcast. Whether we prefer all at once or. Um, once a week, and, and and for something like this, I want, I want the once a week. I agree. Um, just so we can think about it and, and think about what's happening, what's going on, because that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to figure out what's, what's really going on here. Yeah, like you know, I, you and I talked about like what's the approach of this show, and it's kind of like, you know, I, I want to talk about just like, like a like a non fan, you know, like uh, not necessarily a non fan, but. You know, just watching for the first time and not really understanding like the deep history of Marvel, and then and then after you watch the first two episodes, I typically don't go on YouTube and start YouTubing life out of things. This time, I was YouTubing the heck out of it. Like, what the heck did I just watch? Not in a bad way, just like wow. You know, like there's just so many questions for the first two episodes, which is great. It's like, mm-hmm. that's like the best thing you can do for a TV series is, is have you want to come back for more. But what did you think? So what did you think when you first saw, you know, w- without thinking deeply about the first episode, what, what was your take on the first episode? I, I liked it. I, I like the, uh, you know, it's modeled after uh, late fifties, early sixties uh, television, com- you know, sitcom, uh, you know, Dick Van Dyke. Well, Dick Van Dyke, I had thoughts of Isla Lucy, you know, just like a combination of all those things. And it was good. It was it was really good. But I, I, I want to watch them again. I only watched them once because kind of like, you know, how we talk about when we go to the movies, like I'm just kind of analyzing everything. I'm not really in the moment with the with the show or the movie. Yeah. So I was really thinking about what's this mean? Like first I know she's got no accent at all now. Is that done because she just, you know, they're like, you know what, forget about trying to do the accent, just just be yourself. Or is that part of this, whatever's going on, the mm-hmm. fact that she's speaking perfect, you know, American accent. Because um, if you look at the past movie she's been in, you, you know, her accent was very strong in Age of Ultron and just slowly got weaker and weaker. <laughs> um, well, she got Americanized. I mean, it happens. Right, right. But, I mean, she's totally no accent in this. Yeah. Uh, it was good to see the vision again because I, I totally forgot he wasn't in Endgame at all. Right. And, um, yeah, so it was really good. I like, you know, it's funny. Like there were parts of that episode cause, and they were going for cheesy jokes and stuff like that. Like, like fifties errorish jokes, but some of them had me laugh. I like, I giggled out loud. I was like, <laughs> like certain things happened. I was like, okay. I was kind of mixed. I, I like, I like the feeling of the show because you and I are, 
old enough and young enough at the time to, you know, watch these kind of black and white sitcoms and stuff. So that that was fun. But at the same time, I also felt like, like I took it a little bit the wrong way, maybe. Like I thought it was a little on the too cheesy because I was I wasn't a big Dick Van Dyke, uh, you know, follower. But I love Lucy for sure. You know, that was a great show. I don't remember I love Lucy having that that cheese kind of feeling. Like it was like over the top. I never felt it was like over the top. Even Dick Van Dyke show, from what I recall, I don't remember things being over the top. But I, but. It, they were really trying to stress that it was that they were kind of mimicking that kind of era, time era and stuff. But it right. was, I think that's, I think that's why they, they made it over the top, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They're, like you said, they're mimicking and, and this is, I don't know. I, I'll get into theories later, but yeah. yeah. And I, I get what you're saying. You know, Dick Van Dyke and Lucy were more subtle and these were just kind of over the constantly uh, the silly jokes and stuff like that. But, um, it definitely, you know, because even the, the aspect ratio was, I don't know what the number is, but it's not widescreen. Right. It was just you know, regular television, you know. I also liked this this concept of taking these Marvel cinematic heroes and having, like, their side story. So it was pretty cool to, to see Wanda not in a movie fighting a major battle, you know. And it was neat to kind of, like, see, I mean, I know it wasn't her, her. But it was neat to see a different side of them, I guess. Same thing with Vision. Vision was very, mm. you know, he's very stoic in the movies. And here he was like, oh, it's kind of comical. It's like, is this Vision? Like, I, I dude, you're you're so right. There's just so many questions about this and, and theories. So I'm dying to hear what, what your thoughts are. But uh, it was neat. I got to say for what a risk. I'm going to say it like, yeah, maybe that's what it is. I think it's it was a huge risk to, to take this kind of approach I thought it was done well. I thought it was extremely entertaining. Lots of questions after the first episode. And I'm, I'm, I'm really glad we got the first two, you know, right off the bat. Because I don't know. Right. I don't know if I could wait for, for for that second one. But having the first two was was enough for me. For me to be like, oh, no, wow, this is really cool. But wow, what a gamble, huh? To, to do something so different like I've, this. Yeah. Well, I like I like that it focuses on Wanda and Vision because we don't get a lot of their relationship in the movies. Um, yeah, yeah. Just because there's so many there's so many characters they have to service. You know, um, I I just like I like that they drop two episodes at once, and I think it's very bold that they don't tell you a lot of what's going on. You know, if you're a casual Marvel fan or whatever, or you're just someone that's looking for something new to watch because you know we've been locked in the house for a year and you watched everything. You might not get past one or two, and and I think it's it's pretty bold of Disney Plus to do that, and and how they wrote this the storyline out because especially after episode one, I mean, if you don't have any kind of theorizing behind it, you're like, this is a weird concept. Um, black and white, regular black and white show. <laughs> black and white's risky because you know, for for example, my daughter, she's 16 years old, right? Like, if I'm watching a movie, like, I was watching Goonies recently, right? And that came out, like, what, mid-80s, I think, or something like that? Mm-hmm. She's like, when did this come out? This is old. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's old, but it's not that old. But I guess it is old. But if, if you put black and white in front of her, her brain shuts off immediately. Like, she just doesn't want to have anything to do with it. And, yeah, bold's a great word to to have your first episode completely black and white. Now, you know, episode two, we dabble into some color, but... I wonder if, if, because so this is tough because you and I grew up during that time period. But what if you didn't? What if you're like that, that you're this Marvel, like new Marvel viewer, you're like 16 years old. Like, what is your take on like, well, they don't know who Dick Van Dyke is and they don't understand the, the inside joke that you and I understand. Like, right. I, I'm curious to, to think like, how did they perceive this show? Because I, I can see it well, turning some people off. Did your daughter watch the show with you or watch it at all? No. <laughs> no, okay. Well, Black and white. Make her, make her, make her watch it, and then get her her opinion on it. Um, I, I, yeah, because and even when we get the theories, it's not something a teenager, unless they've been reading trade paperbacks, would know. Because this does pull heavily from the comic books, um, not directly, but ideas. I think, I think if this is going the way, the way I think it's going, um, pull from a lot of different really good storylines involving Wanda, and, um. 
I don't. You know, I should ask my niece because she likes the Marvel movies. I didn't, I didn't even think about asking. Her. Did she watch uh, One Division? Oh, I didn't even think to ask her to be honest with you. Okay. So, um, although I, if she had, I'm probably sure she would have texted me some questions. Um, but I'll text her after the show and ask her. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think it's it's it was it was a risk to do what they're doing, and. Even I was kind of like, how long are they going to play this out for? Right. You know, yeah. Because they, they really don't give a lot of clues that things aren't right, especially that first episode. They're, they don't give a lot. Of, you know, I think the second episode, they give, uh, you know, the, when she finds the toy in the bushes, I think that's I might be the first hint that something's different. That she I mean, realizes I think the whole yeah. thing. You kind of. Yeah. I think through the whole thing, you know, something's not right. Um, but. Yeah, and, and I, I saw someone I, – I watched a YouTube. I watched a few YouTubes on it too just for the Easter eggs. And one YouTuber <clears throat> who I guess does this a lot, he was able to screen the first three episodes. And he says the third episode really – is really where the story kicks in. Oh, really? Yeah, see, so um, hopefully this week we'll really start to get some – Jeep's like, oh my god, what's happening? What's going on? What's going to happen? Dude, how do we get that pull? Why don't we get <laughs> episode three? How can uh, we? <laughs> I mean, this guy, this guy's got like, <laughs> he's got a lot more subscribers than we do. Okay, on YouTube. people, help us out so Jonathan and I can get early, <laughs> early views, and then we can share it with you. It's for you guys, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. So yeah, so episode. Well, I mean, I remember, yeah, because I didn't, I did not rewatch. I think the only thing that really pulled me back was at the very end of episode one, where it's like it's like the end of the TV show, and then the camera pulls back into like real time, for example, right? And that's where it's right, like, oh, okay, now what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's someone watching the show. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then the second episode. So that's the end of the first episode. The second episode ends where the whole thing turns to color right right, right. Yeah. so jonathan where did we where do we last see vision if we had to go back to the movies uh last time we saw him he was ref- well um all right so shuri was trying to map out his whatever brain pattern or whatever and they were doing a holding action to give him time because he had the uh the soul stone i believe or the power stone he's got one of the stones in his head i think it's soul mind stone that's it oh mind it's stone. the mind because okay. the soul stone is the one we got to sacrifice oh right, right 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 yeah so he's got the mind stone and uh they couldn't do it so he winds up fighting oh no him and wanda uh, the fallback line was for wanda to destroy the stone if, if sure he couldn't do it in time because mm. they wanted to map it and then take the stone out of him um and she does it she destroys it he blows up i believe the stone blows up he blows up but that thanos defeats Wanda and then uses the time stone to undo his destruction. He pulls the stone, uh, vision's destruction. He pulls the stone out of his head and then he just goes in there and turns grayish. We're you know, basically dying. Yeah, that's crazy. Because when he went gray in that, in that scene, I thought that was like alluding to, you know, in comics where he was like green and red, but then there was a, there was a time where vision was like kind of like, like white, like whitish or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to do that to him in, in Endgame, and I was like, oh, he wasn't even in the whole movie. <laughs> no, he wasn't in Endgame, Endgame at all, yeah. Uh, well, so Needles wanted toward the end, so. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah, that's right, because she, she, she got thanos I forgot. Right, so, you know, when, when Hulk snapped his finger, why didn't he bring back the vision? Yeah, the hell. Oh, well, then we wouldn't have WandaVision, I guess. No, uh, and also I think he just undid Thanos' snap, and since he was killed before the snap, maybe. Oh yeah, that's okay. There you go. All right, mm-hmm. thank you for that. Right, I, I need to get my head straight welcome. with a timeline. And the last time we saw Wanda was her and Hawkeye was standing on the banks of a lake or a river after the Iron Man funeral, talking about. Um, Hawkeye says something like, "Oh, I hope I, I wish Natasha Black Widow, you know, could know that we we won or something like that," and she goes. She knows. Wanda says she knows, and then she goes. They both know. Yeah, and that's it. Do you that think was, at that, that time, sense. like, hmm? Do you think at that time maybe they knew what was going on with WandaVision? No, I don't think so. No. Okay, would have been cool. 
Like if she said they both know, she yeah. winked at him, like you know, <laughs> or do that little Wait, nod, just, that little nose thing that in Bewitched, <laughs> that would have been cute. So she just does a uh, she just does a Disney Plus commercial in the middle of the movie. <laughs> a little commercial. So Jonathan, in, in the first episode, I, I, you know the Dick Van Dyke show that that living room looked familiar to me. Uh, the second episode did that did not look familiar to me. Was that based upon another show? I think the show it's probably closest based on is Bewitched. I would think Bewitched. Um, okay. I don't know that. I don't think it's exactly like the 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 way the house looked, but I was getting very much Bewitched with the clothing. You know, she wasn't wearing the skirts anymore. Ah, I gotcha. Yeah. Um, there was an upstairs. Well, you could see the stairwell better than you did in the other one. Right. Okay. Um, I I was thinking probably Bewitched more than anything. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Well, yeah, and they did a, they did the magic act, so I guess that kind of ties it in. Yeah, and she was definitely using her magic a lot more, kind of like Samantha would. Yeah. And be- so okay, let, dude, I'm so curious. I want to hear your theories. Well, I don't even know if they're considered theories because I I think this is what they're going. I think it's kind of like an, I don't know if it's supposed to be a secret what's going on. But people have been talking about it for months, and it's it's kind of all coming together. The first episode kind of confirms it for me. I think they're taking parts of House of M, which is when uh, Wanda wished that there were no more mutants, mm-hmm. um, and she warps reality, and, and, and Magneto's the king, um, and all the heroes change a little bit. Uh, also, Avengers Disassembled, where she goes a little crazy. Um Part of it is also a storyline from West Coast Avengers where, they, I mean, they really put her through the ringer. Uh, she had she had twins with Vision, who, of course, is an android, and people are like, how, how did you have babies with an mm-hmm. android? And that's really the first time we saw how powerful Wanda is because she was able to create, like, life out of nowhere. Who did she create? Uh, Where her, who are her babies? Are, are they established uh, characters in the Marvel Universe? Well, there were Billy and Thomas. They were named no because they disappeared. Oh, like they something about. I want to get to it. To it. Um, I don't remember the story. Uh, their souls were part of a demon. Whoa! And so Agatha Hark Agatha Harkness is a, is a, a witch that was alive during the Salem witch trials, and she's so Wanda's got her hex powers, her her probability, her mutant power, but she was also trained in in magic by the witch Agatha. Agatha Harkness. So she got both. She got like witch powers and her probability, her probability powers. So Agatha Harkness is when I told her that her kids, you know, they have like these souls of the demons and they're, they're pieces of demon. They have to go back to. So anyway, the soul, the souls go back and the kids disappear and she, she's sad or whatever. And I think Agatha might've cast a spell to make her forget she had the kids, but you know, she remembers them later on. And around the same time is when the vision uh, at one point, the Vision tried to take over the planet. Oh, my God. And, like, you know, one of those things where he thought, you know, he could he could run, you know, the world needed order and he could, you know, run. It was out of control. He, anyway, he tried to take over the world. He was being controlled by someone else or something else, and the Avengers stopped him. So the government uh, doesn't trust him. They take him, and they kind of wipe his memory. And that's when he becomes totally white. Oh, wow. So they, they reprogram, but he doesn't have the emotions. Oh, no kidding. So he doesn't, yeah, so he's still a hero. He's still Vision, but he's not like in love with Wanda or anything. Oh, wow. That's and, pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, so they, they, they really tear her. That was John Byrne, I think, that wrote that one. They really tear Wanda's world apart, which is what led to, and these, this is all happening over years. Like, they'll refer back to these stories. So uh, Brian Michael Bennett takes over the Avengers, does Avengers Disassembled. And that's where Wanda turns out to be, you know, the Avengers are being attacked. Hawkeye gets killed. The second Ant-Man gets killed. Jack of Hearts gets killed. Uh, turns out it's Wanda. She went a little, you know, mentally unstable because of all the stuff that she'd been through. And I think I might be getting my timeline wrong, but I think that might have led right into House of M. I'm not sure. That's insane. Um, where she says no more mutants and, um, you know, like 99% of the world's mutants uh, lose their powers. Right. That's yeah. insane. Because my introduction yeah, so of Vision was 
Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, I think WandaVision is drawing from all these stories. It sounds like it, because everything you, you mentioned, it almost seems like now that I'm lo- looking back at the show, uh, yeah, I want, almost everything you said looks like it's 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 the, like they're like dabbling about like different parts of her comic book history. So that that was my point too, because you know I, I did watch a lot of YouTube videos and they're, they're, they did reference back, not the things you were talking about, which is really cool, but uh, mm-hmm. like to Agatha Harkness and 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 like some storylines and stuff. What if you were the casual like Marvel fan movie goer, but not a comic book fan? You know, like, well, I, yeah, well, I think everything I just talked about just gives me or whoever knows this stuff better insight into what's probably going on. But, um, you know, you know, they do this for a living out. So they're probably, uh, you know, they'll probably make it so you can watch these nine episodes and te- you'll understand the full story. You know, mm, yeah, yeah, like they'll explain everything, I'm sure. Right. Um, and that's so basically my I don't want to say it's my theory. I think this is what's really happening it's in the theory that's been on the Internet since the first time they previewed you know they put out scenes from this show um that she's she's either created the reality to kind of escape some outside stressor you know kind of like you know how you go inward Mm -hmm. mentally like you know like she had a breakdown or something she created this reality or like the guy on the radio keeps saying is wanda who's doing this to you remember that part yeah or someone is making her create or made her create this reality. It, it, it's, a, it's, a inter- it's an interesting choice for like, if you're, if you're in that thought process that Wanda created this world, which she probably did. Yeah. Why, why a TV sitcom and why that particular time period specifically, you know, because that's not her well, time I, period. No, but if you look at the previews, she goes through a lot of, the sitcom periods because you'll see her in the family ties type home you'll see her in like a 70s type home um, Wait, what are you talking about in what if you look at the, the trailers oh the tra- oh i i don't i didn't watch the trailers oh, okay never mind then are you sure you want to do this <laughs> <laughs> well if it's trailers it's fair game you know it's it's yeah, okay yeah so they, they showed their they showed her you know at different stages of being pregnant you know she's gonna you know so at the end of episode two she she see she, she's pregnant like suddenly pregnant yeah yeah um, you know and and then charlie's here you know her belly gets bigger and stuff like that so um i you know the theory online is that because she grew up poor in sokovia that you know maybe they just watched not that you have to be poor to watch tv but <laughs> you know she watched a lot of american tv growing up uh, right like we okay did. <laughs> yeah yeah definitely definitely oh that's interesting so who did you say Helped her get pregnant in the comic books. I don't think anybody helped her. She did uh, herself. Oh, she did herself. Kind of like wished it to happen. You know what I mean? Oh, it's like an episode of Glee. <laughs> but she thought, <laughs> what? <laughs> Remember? I didn't get that wrong. Will Schuster's wife. They called oh, it a hysterical well, pregnancy. Hysterical pregnancy. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a real thing, you know, hysterical pregnancies. But no, Wanda like yeah. Well, maybe it started hysterical pregnancy, but because Wanda's Wanda, she was able to actually <laughs> yeah, create yeah, exactly, life. right. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Glee. Oof, that was a what? <laughs> Have you been watching Glee? Because it's the way you just remembered that. <laughs> That's interesting. Wow. So she's Please making tell me herself pregnant. If you watching Glee. <laughs> That's interesting. It's cool that they're they're that they're dabbling into comic books because you and I talked about in previous shows why well the the comic book I'm not gonna say the industry is dying but it, it kind of is like story wise but like if you were to watch these episodes and they are closely tied with comic books what a great way for someone to pick up like want to pick up a book you know and read like these older stories to try and figure out who yeah. Wanda is and stuff if that's what they're trying to do you know like if they're really trying to pick up on uh, like old comic book storylines, that's brilliant. Well, I think you want to read some of those stories I just brought up, right? Oh, absolutely, I do. Yeah. Yeah. And Infinity Gauntlet went through the Infinity Gauntlet series went through the roof when all this started coming together. Right, exactly. And, movies, you know. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I you know, and with Falcon and Winter Soldier, I'm sure the uh, Ed Brubaker Winter Soldier books are going to go up in value. So um, that was that was a good. <laughs> that was a good run right there. Yeah, it was. Yeah, 
And Epting, right? Brubuster, yeah, Brubuster, and Epting, yeah. Epting. yeah. What happened to them? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't see them on books anymore. Um, anyway, so yeah, that I mean, I think that's what's going on. I think that's what we're going to see. I, I just can't wait to see how they play it out. I wonder if we're going to get a Quicksilver. Because if she's, if she's creating her perfect world, why wouldn't her brother be there? You know what I mean? Right, right. And we're going to see him later on. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think the vision is really there or is a vision just a construct? Oh man, I need. I feel like I need to be smoking weed right now to kind of like give you better <laughs> answers. Is that really vision? Ooh. Did you think about that or no? You didn't even think about that. I, so, the, so my thoughts were this. I thought, well, you know, I thought Wanda created this world, but she's creating it in Vision's mindstone, and Vision is part of the mindstone. So that's where I think Vision went. Because he's oh, an android. Think they're in the stone. I think, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, like like we thought the soul stone. Like we thought they were going to be in the soul stone. Yeah, because Ooh. the last we saw was Cap. Supposedly, like he went back in time to replace the stones where they're supposed to be. So where was right. the, where was the mind stone? Where did that come from? I don't remember. Age of Ultron, right? Mind stone was in the scepter, I think. Loki's thingy. Oh, okay. Right, mm. and Loki's staff, yeah. Okay. And, and oh, in the movies, Loki got away. Right? Yeah, but he got away with the... Tesseract. Yes, that's a different stone. Oh, oh it's all tiny. Okay, so yeah, my, my thought was this is... It is Vision. I was thinking they are in the Soul Stone. And I think Wanda helped create this the world. Uh, I'm sorry, the Mind Stone. And so that's what I was thinking. I thought Wanda created this in the Mind Stone which is part of Vision. So to answer your question, it is Vision because that's his mind, right? But Cap, so you're saying Cap didn't return to Mindstone? Uh, I think he did, but I don't know where the, that is technically. I guess you don't really well, know exactly where in time he put it back. Well, no, because remember in Endgame, it says he's got to put them back from when they got them. So it's not to disrupt the timelines. Ah, gotcha. So it's actually a circle. So he puts it back in the scepter. The scepter winds up in Vision's head, and it, no, this is gonna get this is gonna hurt her head too because that, <laughs> and you talk about the multiverses because because they're saying that things that happened in the past have happened. So Thanos snapped everybody away. Thanos got all the stones, snapped everybody away, destroyed the stones with another snap, and Thor chopped his head off. So when they changed that. It kind of created another you know, dimension or multiple. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, I yeah. get. So I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So to answer your question, <laughs> I think that is vision. I think they're in the mind stone, and I think it's a world that wanted created yeah. for them to both live. But the question is, if they're in the mind stone, then where is is she in the stone itself too? Like, how did she get in there? Uh, well, I'm going with the theory that the thing is. In the comic, when she had her mental breakdown, she had a lot of reasons for it. Okay. So, and and so that's putting a little doubt in my mind that she created it. A little oh, doubt. Okay, so gotcha. Part of me thinks she still did it. The other the other thing that puts a little doubt is the guy in radio going, Wanda, who's making you do this? So, maybe there is some other force behind Because you need a bad guy. Unless Wanda's yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Wanda's turned bad for a while there. So, in the books. who do you think... Is the bad guy in the series? I don't know that they've they've shown themselves yet. Hmm. Agatha Harkness. That's the name of the her her neighbor, right? Agatha. Well, her, no, her, her Agnes. Is Agnes. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I look. There's something suspicious about her. I if you in the two episodes, I think Wanda knows. That that's not reality, but she's lying to herself. I think, like the guy at the dinner party, I, he kept saying something to her before he started choking. Uh, he was forcing her and to figure out, like, where, where are you from? from? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like, when did you get married, or something like that, right? Yeah. And in one video I saw, she, when she looks at him right before he starts choking, she blinks, like. uh like Samantha would when she did her ma- or Jeannie maybe it was yeah. like one of them like Samantha and um 
and then she started choking. So that that YouTuber was saying that she made him choke, but then she kind of breaks character when she says Vision save him oh. because they they pointed out that all the magic done on the show up to that point was the the old style magic on the old TV shows where things were moved with wires and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then when he puts his hand in his throat to get the food out, it's back to like CGI or whatever. But you know, when, when Wizard does, I'm not Wizard, sorry, when Vision does that, at that point in time, it almost seems like they understand that they are not in a sitcom, where before it almost seems like they're they're in on the joke, but they're not in on the joke. And at that point where he where he's saving him from choking, and one is like, help him. It's like, okay, now they're, all of a sudden they became quote unquote the Avengers, you know? Well, this, this is why I think the vision is a construct of Wanda's mind because he, he kind of wanders through the first two videos. Like, you know, like, what do we do with this job? What, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't really make sense to him, but he doesn't question it enough. And then when Wanda tells him to help him, she, he knows what to do right away. So I don't think he's in on it with her. You know what I mean? I think that's why I think he's like a part of it. Like, He's just a manifestation of her wants, like a desire. Mm. You know? So from, from your point of view, Vision is still dead. Yes, but okay. I don't know if the series ends without him coming back. Okay. Maybe he does come. Maybe he helps pull her out of this. Maybe they Because re, remember, Shuri was mapping his mind. Maybe they were able to map enough of it to, I don't know, hmm? put him yeah. back in the body. Because the body just went cold. It didn't get destroyed remember right right yeah well this is why this show is so good for, for two episodes in and it is just like a, uh, <laughs> like a this huge like bucket of questions which are good questions you know it wasn't like like what the f did i just watch it was kind of like whoa what's going on here you know like it, again I, I immediately went to youtube and i needed i needed guidance to figure out yeah. like what people were thinking of and a lot of people made a lot of good points there's one guy on youtube I, I can't i can't remember he's a popular guy and he was just shoehorning everything i'm like all right you need, just need to stop <laughs> you know but th- there are just so many twists and turns in this that uh yeah well if you're saying episode three enlightens us then i'm really looking forward to it but Interesting show. Yeah, and I will say one thing that kind of surprised me was, so the the beekeeper comes out of the sewer. Yeah, and he's got, and you see the sword S W O R D emblem, um, throughout the show. Yeah, and sword is a comic organization. It's kind of like um, obviously you have shield, strategic, blah, 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 right. Well, sword stands for Sentinel World Observation and Response Department, and in the comics. It's basically, you know, they monitor alien worlds. Shield in space. Pretty much. And they make sure, you know, but it's all about aliens, right? Yeah. And I think that's, you know, when at the end of, which movie was it where, where, oh, Spider-Man, Far From Home, when Fury's on the spaceship with the Skrulls, you know, there's a lot of speculation uh, that that was S.W.O.R.D. Center World Observation and Response Department. Mm -hmm. But that's what that means in the comics. Something I found really interesting that I saw on one of the YouTube videos was that in the Marvel Universe, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, SWORD stands for um, Sentinel Weapons Observation and Response Department, meaning weapons that have sentinels, which are people. So are they an organization formed to kind of monitor all the superheroes on the planet? Hmm. Interesting. And they're involved with Wanda somehow. Yeah, very interesting. Who knows? Do you know. think? Um, do you think that this ends with her bringing mutants, like her being the reason mutants exist in the Marvel universe? Well, uh, so what I gather is, one division is this springboard into the multiverse, and I think they're touching upon that with Spider-Man, right? I think they're doing that. Uh, so I think this could be the segue of opening up the other properties that Disney just acquired. Well, she is, Wanda will be in Doctor Strange 2 in the Multiverse of Madness. I think I just read that she just finished filming her scenes or something like that. Mm -hmm. Doctor Strange, and I don't know which comes first, because Spider-Man, all right, so Wanda's in Doctor Strange 2, and Doctor Strange is in Spider-Man 3. 
and I don't know what what the release order for that is. Oh, that's interesting. Is is Doctor Strange going to be like Peter's new mentor? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. But that's but that's lending that's lending more credence to um, Spider Man being a multiverse movie because obviously Doctor Strange is definitely going to be a multiverse movie, and then um, since they're all kind of tied together, they're gonna. See what, what that's going to be like. Well, it'd be cool if, if if this does open things up for like the other properties like X-Men and the Fantastic Four. I mean, it, it would explain like why you, you didn't have them before and all of a sudden now that you do have mutants or whatever you want to call them. Can they call them mutants in, the, in Disney Plus? I don't even know. Yeah, they can. They own it now. Okay, so yeah, so it, yeah. it'd be funny if in the comic books she says no more mutants, but maybe in, in, the, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe she says something like, Bring the mutants or something like that, <laughs> like a reverse. No more mutants. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, yeah. So Spider-Man: Far From Home. Oh my gosh! This movie's coming out this year. Really? What's Home the Superman, December seventeenth? December, you said. Yep, December seventeenth. All oh, right, on. And uh, how about Doctor Strange? March twenty twenty two. So they're back to back. They're back to back. So this year, if this if this if these release dates stay true, uh, we have uh, Black Widow May seventh, Shang Chi July 9th, Eternals November fifth, and Spider Man December twelfth. Wow, we got four this year. Wow, it's gonna be a great Marvel year. We got four Marvel movies, and how many TV shows? A bunch. A bunch. Okay, so you mentioned Black Widow. Obviously, we're both excited about that one. Uh, your thoughts on Shang-Chi. Are you excited about Shang-Chi? I'm excited to see what they do because he's he's the first solo, well, no, Black Widow there, but he doesn't have any real powers. He's just really good at Kung Fu, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know a lot about the character, so I'm really interested to see this. Yeah, same here, and it's weird because I, as far as I know, I don't think I ever read him in any of the Avengers books. I don't think. You know, it's weird to, to bring that character because it, it seems like, you know, what, the last 10 plus years or whatever, every character they, they, they brought out was because they wanted to build the Avengers team. And Shang-Chi right. is one of those guys where like, where do you, how do you fit in all this? You know, oh, not unless they're trying to build up like the Netflix guys like Daredevil and uh, Power Man. And, you yeah, know. because Shang-Chi was definitely a, um, a hero for hire with uh, Power Man and Iron Fist. Right. So, uh, okay. All right. And then oh, who? But, no, uh, but, they, but you got to look, the Eternals are bringing in the Black Knight. Who knows what they're trying to build to? Yeah. Um, but, and it's the Legend of the Ten Rings, which has to do with the Mandarin, which we haven't seen since Iron Man 3. That's uh, Disney Plus? What? Uh, the, Shang-Chi? No, no, no. The, Wait, wait, wait! What do you, the the Ten Ring things? No, it's the name of the movie Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. <laughs> I thought it was a spinoff from like Iron Man in the, as a Disney Plus show. Like, no, oh, no, what the hell is that? Uh, okay, so you are you excited about that one? You said. Um. Yeah, I'm curious to see what it's about. Yeah. And okay, and then Eternals. I'm not excited about it, but I think I'm being biased because I didn't like. Uh, there was a totally Shang Maxi series. Back in the '80s, it was like one of the first comics I ever bought, and I I didn't like it, but I just I just kept buying them just to have them. And I still have them. I didn't uh, like it. That was the one I, with Black Bolt, right? No, no, is that his name? Not as Inhumans. Oh, <laughs> Eternals. Hmm. I, you know, I want to say I bought the book, but I don't remember anything in it. And one of the Eternals, Cersei, became a uh, an Avenger leader, and I didn't like her. Okay, uh, but I'm, I'm look. I'm curious to see what they're gonna do because they're gonna tie it to something. Uh, do you know we're gonna watch it? So no, oh, I know I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. <laughs> we're probably gonna podcast on it. <laughs> and then after that comes Spidey, of course, and we're we're definitely on board. Of course, with we'll that see one. Spidey. Of course, we'll see Doctor Strange. After that is Thor: Love and Thunder, May 6, twenty two. Of course, we'll see that Black Panther two. That's gonna be. I'm gonna see that just to see how they handle it. Dude, that's nuts. We're getting four Marvel movies this year. I can't. Mm-hmm fathom that <laughs> it's been so long wow all right well that's cool uh anything else you wanted to add to one division we're getting four next year too by the way huh oh four next year also yeah we're getting uh doctor strange two thor four i guess it is okay black panther two and captain marvel two oh 
they're still doing that. I, I did a poll on which movie was better, Captain Marvel or Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. What one? Captain Marvel. Really? Yeah. I, I just deleted the post from my phone, too. I should have kept it. I, I can't remember the percentage, but it was actually surprisingly close. But, yeah, Captain Marvel took the win. I accidentally voted for Captain Marvel because I went to the click back and I clicked the uh, response. <laughs> <laughs> um, it made me think like which one was the better movie I'd have to probably say it probably was Captain Marvel I don't know well when I haven't watched Captain Marvel again I haven't watched Wonder Woman again and Wonder Woman is actually leaving HBO Max in a couple of days okay yeah um, for some reason then I'll be back in the summer probably if not sooner um, I don't know it's a toss up for me which is the worst movie <laughs> cares <laughs> all right so <laughs> both forgettable for me is there anything you want to see coming up in wandavision any guest appearances or anything yeah hell yeah man i want to see like a little bit of everybody to tell you the truth um, realistically uh, okay realistically oh realistically on undi- uh, loki maybe if i had to think about oh, god who would be tied in with all this uh uh, uh uh what's his name um samuel jackson's probably going to be in it he's in all of them because <laughs> he because he was at the end of like you said in, in the spidey movie he was on the shield or or sword uh ship i guess all right well let's think of this who are the avengers at the end of endgame it's hawkeye or he's retiring right no maybe. all right we'll count them we'll see. there's hawkeye wanda ant-man ant-man black panther captain marvel hulk falcon Falcon, Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yeah, right, it's like ten of them left. Yeah, it could be anybody. Yeah, it could be anybody. Um, but realistically, maybe Hawkeye. Maybe Hawkeye. Eh, because I can't imagine something awful's going down and not one Avenger makes an appearance. Although, I don't know. Well, someone. But okay, you made a good point. Someone has to be there that's going to help them. Someone's have right. to give them assist. There's no. I I can't fathom that Wanda's going to fix this by herself while she's in this TV world. So there's yeah. someone on the outside that's going to be helping them. I'm thinking it's got to be Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Okay. What's he doing? You know, he's, he's the one that, he's the one that talks her to becoming Avenger. Remember the whole speech in Age of Ultron? Right. But I know when you step out there, you're an Avenger. Right. And then he's the one that, that gets her from confinement when she has to fight the Vision in Civil War. Okay. And then he's the one that's with her at the end of that game. Okay. Yeah, maybe so. Makes makes the most sense. And he's already working for Disney Plus. Uh, oh, really? For cameo. You know. Yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds right. <laughs> maybe it's. I'm trying to. I was listening to the voice when he goes, "Wanda, who's doing this to you?" I'm trying to figure out who it is. I'm like, if I really wanted to be, it could sound like Sam, the Falcon. Hmm. I didn't get that, but maybe. I'm going to have to, you know, I definitely need to rewatch both of these episodes because I, I felt like, you know, watching it for the first time, you're just sitting for the enjoyment of it. Right. And the second time around, you know, I, I probably can like uh, lay a magnifying glass over it and, and zero in on a couple of things, especially after watching a couple of these YouTube videos. Uh, but interesting stuff. Uh, so any speculations on who the zoop key, the, that, that the B guy is? I think he's just a, a sword agent. But that's an odd choice for him to have with bees. You know what though? What if, what if he's got like a like a hazmat suit on? But because Wanda is trying to maintain the illusion, she made it look like a bee. Like like oh. that toy she found. What if that toy was really a heli- a real helicopter? Oh my right. god! What if it was a real helicopter and she turned it into a toy? <laughs> gotcha. Huh? That's uh-huh. some to- Twilight Zone stuff there. You know, that's I mean, a, that's another feeling I got out of this. There's some Twilight parts Zone, where yeah. it felt like it was the Twilight Zone with the lighting and, and how they were filming it, uh, like th- like that in the in the second episode. They kept repeating like for the children. I was like, okay, this is getting a little creepy, you know. So. Well, that's what I like about it too because they they want to present it like it's this, you know, wholesome '50s '60s sitcom. But there's something underneath it. There's something just not right. Something a little there's, dark, yeah. Like even though they're making jokes and they're corny jokes, and I did laugh at some things. It, it there was a tension throughout both episodes. Yeah. You know, and I think that's great. It's great writing, and, and it, it's a shame. I hope they stick the landing on this. They got seven more episodes. I hope they stick the landing. 
I, I, I've, I'm confident. Like again, like you, when we first started this this podcast, when Marvel puts out stuff, the expectations are quite high. Interesting that that Marvel they have really good writers, really good storytellers, really good guidance. And then you have other properties where it's hit and miss, you know, yeah. like if I'm talking about like the DC universe, not on a poo poo on them, but they're not tight. You know, they don't, I don't, they're, they, their universe seems a little confusing or, or not everyone's on the same page or maybe they're not supposed to be on the same page. You know, I think you mentioned that one time, maybe they're supposed to be just individual properties, but uh, Marvel, I think, I think, I think they saw what Marvel did and thought it was easy to recreate and they tried to do that. And then when they saw how miserable Justice League failed, and and you couldn't do it because Zack Snyder movies were not beloved like Iron Man was and Thor. You know what I mean? Like those yeah. first couple of movies were loved Marvel. DC didn't have that solid foundation. And then when Justice League crapped the bed, they didn't know what to do. And I think now they're trying to I – don't, I don't think they even know what they want to do. Are they going to be part of the same universe? Are they not? Is Wonder Woman part of this universe? Like that cinematic universe? Because Shazam – you know what I mean? It's Shazam. Or and and Batman, the new Batman movie is supposedly not, is for it? sure. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, so. so. They don't know. And the suicide, this new Suicide Squad, what's that? What's Birds of Prey? I mean, it's, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. That's so, why it's cool. I, this Disney Plus thing, it's it's cool that it's, you know, when again, I told you, from right the beginning, it, it felt so familiar and felt good because it was part of that Marvel Cinematic Universe. And it's neat that they're able to tie that all in together without having it like like a one division one movie and then wait three years for the next one you know it's like we're getting this nice drawn out what do you say seven eight episodes whatever of this it's neat that they're they're doing things like this like after watching the first two episodes dude i am excited for uh falcon winter soldier like oh my god what's that gonna be like you know what's the quality of these shows that they're like movie quality like mandalorian's like movie quality shows sometimes and and WandaVision is it's it's so unique. It's you know I don't doesn't feel like a movie, but at the same time it's connected to a movie. You know. Yeah, I I mean I I just wish HBO Max maybe they will in the future does something like start making their own shows. Like I think I said it before, if they did it right, Kingdom Come could be a great 10, 10 episode limited series on HBO Max. I would I would I would subscribe to HBO Max if they did Kingdom Come. If they did, if it was not Zack Snyder's Kingdom Come, but if it was a well done, <laughs> if it was a well done, well written Kingdom Come, and then once that succeeds, you could adapt anything, yeah. anything DC's done. It's amazing that they have this wealth of heroes and they don't know how to do what to do with them. That That's is amazing. sad. I mean, if you had to think about like before this whole Marvel Cinematic thing, DC heroes are probably the most well known, like globally. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to pick up a comic book, you know who Superman is, Batman and Wonder Woman. I mean, Aquaman even, you know, and they have fantastic heroes with fantastic history, and I I can't figure out why they struggle, but Marvel does it so. It almost seems easy. I know it's not easy for them, but it, it comes off so easy that it just works so well. They took like average character. I mean, I mean we knew Iron Man, but was Iron Man a really a major character i mean kind of yes kind of no. comics yeah, yeah. I mean, he was he's he's an a-lister but he wasn't one of the pop, more popular okay but if you had to think like uh like when that when the movie iron man came out right i would say x-men was probably like bigger than iron man and so was Spidey. Oh, yeah, definitely. yeah and they took iron man and that one movie springboard boom Decade plus of like incredible hits based upon well, dude, that. Before the first Iron Man trailer, I was like, I can't believe they're making Iron Man a movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, especially after, remember the Ang Lee Hulk? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Wow. Yeah, I, that's right. I forgot yeah, about and that. Fantastic Four. Look what came before Iron Man the two Fantastic Four movies, the Ang Lee Hulk, Spider Man 3, Blade 3. They, they had a good run with the first two Spider Mans and the first two Blades. And then they just and Daredevil, like these are the ones that preceded Iron Man, right? And we're like, oh my god, I can't believe they're doing Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, exciting stuff. Uh, yes, very, very much so. Absolutely. Uh, anything else you want to bring up on One Division? 
Uh, no, just if, if you haven't read those stories, I wish I had the issue numbers in front of me, but, um, give me, give me a rundown of those particular storylines again. Uh, the one storyline was where Wanda makes her, her babies, like makes it so she has babies. I think that was done in West Coast Avengers that I might've, or might've been in the second vision Scarlet Witch limited series. And then, uh, there was a storyline where she, where they, where the vision gets taken by the government and mind wiped more or less. And then when she goes crazy is Avengers disassembled, which can be found in paperback, trade paperback. And, and then house of M is when she makes the mutants disappear and changes the Marvel universe. And that's, yeah, that's probably the, like the most recent storyline or maybe house of, maybe she says no more mutants at the end of house of M. Hmm. Because I think House of M is when all the mutants aren't feared, like they're loved and all that stuff. Hey, you know what? Uh, if, if if ever you can really solidify the these uh, storylines, hit me up and we'll we'll post it on on IG, and these will be the nerd me recommended readings for uh, WandaVision. Okay, I'm sure somebody already did that online, but okay. No, they didn't. <laughs> yeah, but we're we're the reliable source here, so. <laughs> Uh, what's going on with Mom's Basement Collectibles? Same old, posting uh, comic covers. This week is... It's going to be DC Books. I can't decide if it's team books or solo book. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, cool. I'm excited to see what's up with that one. I wish you would do... um, if Like, if it is team books, you know how, like, you highlight, like, certain pages... You gotta if the if if it is team and you do the the Justice League, you gotta do that when Batman punches Guy Gardner oh, yeah, right in the yeah, face. Yeah, That's yeah. classic. I swear that one panel made me love that storyline. <laughs> I went and bought the trade paperback just because of that. It was awesome. Yeah, it's, it was really good. Who wrote that? Do you remember? Yeah, it's uh, Geffen de Matisse. Ah, good the three. Stuff. It was Geffen de Matisse and um, Griffin. Uh, no. Who's the artist? Uh, okay. um, McGuire. Uh, right, right, McGuire. Right, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Uh, Jonathan, I have an announcement to make. <gasps> you get married? <laughs> no. Yeah, we're already uh, married. <laughs> <laughs> by the time this show drops, I'll be announcing that I am restarting Raiders of the Lost Ark on Instagram, and the premise is is that I want people to really help out this time. As much as possible. So it started off in Temple of Doom where I had my friend Rusty do the, the bullwhip scene. Uh, and then in Last Crusade, I had Rusty and uh, my friend Bobby over. And they did like the whole back and forth between father and son when Indy's going through the traps. So Raiders of the Lost Ark, I'm hoping a lot of people participate. Whether you're a cosplayer, voiceover, artist, whatever. But whatever meeting you want to work, but... If we can do the whole freaking movie, it's gonna take. It's probably gonna take like a year, but I think it's gonna be awesome. You know, if, if people want to do like the same scene, we'll we'll do it all. You know, you got a role for me. I can do some voiceover work. Yeah, why not? Meanwhile, <laughs> back in Gotham, I can do the plane noise where when you do the map of the plane flying, I go. There you go. <laughs> I mean, have some butt doubles when Indy's running away from the <laughs> from, from the, the tribesmen and Raiders of the Lost Ark, and they got those little uh, G-string undies. Uh, I want to say I'm surprised you went there, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, so I'm counting on that one. But yeah, yeah. So that's uh, but yeah. By the time this airs, we'll hope that that announcement will be out, and uh, let's see what happens. And there's awesome. a plan B. If there aren't enough people, sadly to say, then the whole idea's just got to be scrapped because I can't do just like scenes of the movie. You know, it's either either, either we, we do the whole movie or we don't do it at all. And if we can't get enough, then it's just plan B. So, and I'm not going to mention plan B yet. Oh, okay. There's a plan B, huh? There is a plan B. But I'm going to be really upset if we have to do plan B. Because... <laughs> Because I really want to see everyone's take on on like what they can do with their dude. There are a lot of people, and I and I post every day on like indie cosplayers and artists and stuff. There's so many; it's it's unreal, you know. And it, it, I'm excited to see what people can do uh, with their action figures or their their cosplay or or their uh, 
their props and stuff. I'm curious to see what these guys can do with it. So that's the plan. Did you did we ever ask did I ever ask you why you think Hasbro hasn't done and like a black series type indie line? Uh well I think it's just not well received because the the last Indie toy line they did, they actually scrapped. There were there was a, supposed to be a run that they were supposed to do, and they just totally crapped it. And they became like these San Diego Comic Con like exclusives and stuff. And the, the the interest is low. I mean, like in Star Wars, look, let's give Luke as an example. You could have Luke from a uh, you know a New Hope. You got Bespin Luke. You got Luke and X Wing. I mean, there's only so many Indiana Jones figures you can do. You know, there so right, there, there is have a whole to, maybe they go to the. You know, they go into the video games, or they go into the books, or something. Or what if, what if you know how Sergeant Slaughter was part of GI Joe? What if they folded indie into GI Joe, like early in GI Joe, like nineteen forties? Uh, dude, I'm all for it. I mean, if they can do a black series, or you know, like GI Joe classified on that detail indie figure, holy shnikes, I'm definitely down. I don't know. I don't think. I just don't think it just doesn't have that that appeal. Or maybe they're just holding off for the next indie movie to come out. So you got like they should, they should do an indie cartoon for Disney Plus. I you know there's rumors that they're they're doing that right now. I mean, but yeah, there are rumors. But I heard speculation they may do something like that. And but then again, lately for some reason they're they're dabbling Chris Pratt in front of our faces, and like that's not going to happen. So I've been doing that for years. I know. I mean, like Chris Pratt, like he's. I mean, you're basically getting indie when you're watching Jurassic World. You know, but uh, yeah, and, yeah, and um, you know what? Let's get a like, younger indie. I mean, Chris Pratt's in this, like all these Marvel heroes are in their forties. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're going to reboot, I I agree. I think you you take indie in a different direction, not in a different direction, but you talk about a timeline that just hasn't been talked about. Like what maybe indie as uh, like just becoming an archaeologist, or what is his relationship with Belloc? You know, because yeah. they have a history. What is that history? Or Marion's father? Yeah, yeah. Why not? I mean, that's that's more interesting. I, I, like, if you want to really develop that character, I think that's the way to go. I don't think you, it's it makes sense to keep going forward anymore. It doesn't make sense. No, not his age. Because 80 is old! <laughs> Anything else? Nah, I'm good. All right. Till next time. Oh, no, wait. Facebook, Nerd Me Podcast. Instagram, Nerd Me. Twitter, Nerd Me Podcast. YouTube, Nerd Me Podcast. Jonathan, you've been on fire lately. Fire. You got anything coming up on YouTube? Yeah, I'm gonna like I said, I'm gonna try to post a weekly video of, of my purchases for the week. I'd love my request is I love to see your Nightwing action figures, like the different kinds that you got. Because I know you have like almost almost every variation. No, I would, I would, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's, for, for anything that came out probably under twenty dollars, I, I might have. <laughs> cool, it'd be cool to see though. Under twenty and red, I don't have. <laughs> I mean, over twenty and red, I don't have. Just, no, I'm, I'm, I'm capitulating on the red now. <laughs> but what is it well, about Nightwing Red you don't like? Because uh, that was his new Fifty Two outfit, and I hated the new Fifty Two. But um, you didn't even like him as a character. No, I, well, I didn't like the uniform. I mean, I always liked the character, but I didn't like the uniform. Mm. Stupid. They did nothing to the costume except change the color from blue to red. I don't like that stuff. Was there a reason? Uh, I think during the new Fifty Two. They wanted to create almost like a like a, a uniform for all the Bat people, and they all had some kind of red in them. Oh, okay. Did yeah, Batman think. too? Did he have some kind of red? I don't. I don't remember. Hmm. I don't remember. Okay. Um. Although I did buy a. Uh, it's funny. I've been waiting for the McFarlane. I, I pre-ordered it's the McFarlane Red Hood and Nightwing, but he's red Nightwing, two pack, and they look they look good. But I just saw a guy review them, and he's like. They're not good, and he's like, the articulation's not great, and I'm like, ah, oh, crap. That's <laughs> so weird. I might, leave that one, I might leave that one in the box because <laughs> they look good. <laughs> hey, man, I got, I bought my first. Well, my my daughter got me my my first McFarlane action figure, Batman Arkham. Okay. Freaking leg broke. <laughs> what All the right. hell, man? You fix it? Well, you can pop it back in. You know, but I was like, well, what the hell? Where, where's the quality control on this kind of stuff? Because yeah, online, yeah. these guys are like putting Batman in splits. I'm like, oh, I wonder if he can do that. So the left leg went up and the right one went pop. I was like, what the, what the hell just happened? Well, you got to get him Johnny Lawrence. He'll be back on his feet in three weeks. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Yeah. All right. Johnny Lawrence PT. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they don't have like a little like fun commercial like that, you know, yeah. dangle like a, a nudie magazine in front of you, in front of you to get you to walk. Okay. I'm tired, dude. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anything else? That's all I got. All right. Peace. Oh, till next time. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wanda. Peace. Peace.